Howdy and welcome to the Homes for Hope podcast. My name is Dre Coultry and I'm the Western U.S. representative for Homes for Hope and your host today. If you're not aware, Homes for Hope is a building industry response to global poverty. Since our founding, we've expanded our mission to serve in over 20 countries and have had the privilege of investing over $1.6 billion in the dreams of underserved men and women through micro-enterprise development. Today on our show, I'm pleased to say we have the one, the only, Matt Mabe, partner at Arise Homes in Overland Park, Kansas. Matt, welcome to the show. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me, Drake. Happy to be here. Yeah. So Matt, can you tell uh, our listeners that may not know you a little bit about Arise Homes and and how long you guys uh, have, have been doing what you're doing in the Overland Park area? Yeah, absolutely. So Midwest Home Building Company uh, actually started many years ago, a couple years out of college, started into home building and developing. But Arise Homes, as we know it today, actually came to fruition in 2017, 2018. So I started in home building and developing, um, grew that company, went through some ups and downs and through the, the 08 downturn, did a lot of commercial projects as well. And uh, the Lord navigated me back to single family home building and land development where he started me. And that's, uh, that's Arise Homes. So it's safe to say you have a little bit of experience in the industry. A little bit. I've, I, I've, I've learned some things. I've learned how to stub my toes and we've had some, had some great successes as well. You know, if you're not stubbing your toe, you're not learning anything. I love that. Um, and it would be wrong of me not to say that we are super thankful that Arise Homes is a Homes for Hope partner. Just completed their very first Homes for Hope house this year. So big, big thank you for that. Um, but with that, Matt, uh, would love to, to open up the floor to you um, to share a little bit. What is it? It is February 2024. Um, what is it that you think the building industry should be keeping in mind right now? Oh, wow. Well, that's kind of a loaded question. The building and home building industry is one that's always in flux. It's always a movement. And it seems like there's always lots of ups and downs. And as a home builder, as a developer, there's always lots of things to stay focused on. You've always got to be on top of your marketing You've got to be on top of your sales. You've got to be watching the interest rates. You've got to be making sure your operations is going according to plan. So there's always lots of things to keep your eyes on. But honestly, Drake, I think the most important thing to always stay focused on is, and the thing to invest in the most is going to be investing in your people and in your team. Those other things will change. The the markets will come and go, but without good people, to be able to help you to navigate through those times, uh, it's really difficult. Uh, I can tell you at one time in my career, honestly, I wanted to have less employees versus more employees. And uh, the reason that was, was because it's hard. It's hard to manage people. And people are, are messy. And there can be a lot of dynamics that come with having lots of employees. But you know what? I realized that, that, that I'm a little messy too. And so the Lord convicted me of that and said, look, I need you not investing in yourself and things of this earth, but I need you to invest in people and uh, through what I've given you. So that's where I think it's really, really important. And and God really changed my heart, um, to be honest with you, Drake, for for people and start making that investment into them. Uh, I'm sure you've heard it said said before that if you want to go fast, you go alone. And if you want to go far, you go together. 
And so I think that's really true. It's um, definitely been true in our business. I have, I went really, really fast for a lot of years. And over those years, as I look back, uh, I would turn around and guess what? There was nobody standing near me. I was going really fast and I was going it alone. And I was trying to wear every hat in our organization. I was trying to, to grow a company and always you know, be leading within every department. And when I came to the realization that, you know, people are God's most important creation. And, you know, we're the only creation that's made in God's image that that's really where I needed to be, you know, investing and keeping my eye on because the other things will fall in place. The markets come and go. There's hot real estate markets There's slow real estate markets. There's always marketing challenges. You're always having to look for more lots or more land. There's always things to be working on. And, but if you have good people that are alongside you, you're able to navigate, you know, through those times and through those storms together. So I think that, you know, as, as I would look, if I was to advise my younger self, um, it wouldn't be, you know, learn how to market better. It wouldn't be learn how to, you know, buy more land quicker or how to, you know, sharpen your pencil a little tighter. It'd be, you know, really learning leadership and, and leading with love as well and not mm-hmm. leading for the objective of, you know, hey, I want to press into someone so I can get more out of them for my own personal gain. But honestly, it's it's servant leadership and trying to invest in them because it's so fun to watch people grow alongside you as well. I think of, you know, our, our work family, our work team is it's like family. And I think about my kids, I've got four kids ranging from a freshman in college down to a, um, down to a fifth grader in, in elementary school. And it's so fun to watch them learn and grow and pour into their lives and watch them come along. Likewise, when you have people who God's blessed you with to work in your company to help them to grow and to watch them come along. And so I couldn't emphasize enough to, you know, invest into people, keep your eye on what's important there, set times for one-on-ones with your direct reports, um, help them in their, their, their development as an individual, you know, personally and professionally come alongside them. So that's where I think it's most important as far as, you know, keeping an eye. I mean, those other things are all very, very important in the real estate industry, but without good people, you can go fast and you can do it for a while on your own, but you're going to turn around and look and there's not going to be anybody standing you know, next to you. And you can only go you know, so fast so far, but you can go a whole lot further when you've got a great team. Matt, you teed me up so well. Thank you so much as I'm, as I'm taking notes over here. Um, I was curious as you were highlighting investing in people, what that looks like um, twofolds. One, on a practical standpoint, which you mentioned uh, one-on-ones, personal and professional development, things like that. Um, and then I'm curious, uh, knowing that, that you're a leader and you're a man of faith, um, what that looks like spiritually. And if it looks like anything, if you think the workplace is a professional place to do something like that. So what does that investment look like um, personally, professionally, and spiritually in your staff? Yeah, absolutely. You know, Drake, there's more people that are going to be going to work tomorrow than are going to be going to church. And I definitely believe that there's a place for marketplace ministry. Um, I don't think the Bible should be used like a hammer. So we'll use the hammer as the example for the building industry. You shouldn't pound it over people. Um, But honestly, it should be used like a gentle feather. And you should just, you know, stroke people. You should love them and you should lead by example. And so, you know, within our company, some of the things that we do, um, you know, we don't 
stand on a soapbox day in and day out. But the people who work for our company, they do know where myself and Austin, my business partner, where we stand as far as our faith. And that's a foundation of faith. We do have one-on-ones. And what that looks like is that's not a meeting of, you know, what did you get done and uh, for your direct reports? It's it's a time for them to sit and to talk and to, to press into them to kind of you know build that relationship. Um, you know, Jesus entered into relationship with people before he ever started, you know, you know, preaching and pushing on them. I mean, they, they knew who he was, right. He came alongside his close inner circle and his disciples, he built relationship with them and then, you know, moved from there. So the one-on-ones are important. We also um, do ministry things within our business. We do have a ministry account. Um, as you mentioned earlier, um, did our first homes for hope. Uh, you know, earlier or end of last year, um, beginning of this year. So that was very exciting. So our team got to be a part of that. They got to understand what that looked like to give back to others, to help other people that are in need. And, you know, with within that opportunity, it wasn't simply just the micro loans and the financial opportunity, but it was, you know, bringing the gospel to people as well. So giving them a foundation first of faith and then a, a finance foundation as well. And so they're seeing that. Um, we just had a team that just got back actually – Yesterday or this past weekend from Costa Rica, um, we were working with a YWAM ministry group building homes in Costa Rica. So some of our team members were there working on houses. And so they're there in and around and, you know, having those opportunities. So through our you know ministry fund and giving, um, we do have a time of, of monthly worship where we get together. People are invited uh, before work hours. We have some guys and gals that are very musically talented um, that play some instruments and we sing praise worship songs and we get together. So um you know, just things like that. So, you know, we're, we're definitely intentional about it. And I, to answer your question, absolutely. I think the workplace is absolutely, if you're a believer and someone of faith to lead your company accordingly. And, and if not, I, I think, you know, I would challenge you to, to press into that and see what God's calling you to do. Because if you are someone of faith, how are you sharing that? Hmm, I love that. Um, and, and the other side of that question, what does professional development look like for your team? Is that uh, attending conferences, trade shows, getting certificates, or uh, maybe more something informal? Um, What does that look like at Arise Homes? Yeah, absolutely. So we do seek out um, different seminar type opportunities throughout the year where we'll send different team members and we'll kind of rotate. So Global Leadership Summit. Um, I've got a gentleman right now going through leadership coach training. We've sent several of our employees through that. So helping them to grow. That's an online platform. So they're growing in their leadership and it's over multiple weeks um, that they go through that. Like I said, attending different conferences, seminars. Um, we come alongside our trade partners as well. You know, we look at them as part of our company, even though they are the ones who are not direct employees of our company. But we have trade partner training where we're helping um, those guys and gals better understand, you know, their business, how to budget, how to finance, how to run their business, how to grow employees, mm-hmm. how to make sure they have all their right insurance in place. So it's fun to come alongside, you know, our trade partners as well as our, you know, employees as well. So trying to help them grow, you know, professionally in those areas and. So so we have those different opportunities where people can you know, step in and, and take advantage of some different trainings and educational things that, that we offer through our company. Yeah. And so lastly, what would you say to um, a peer, another builder that uh, while they hear what you're saying, invest in your people, they're like, but Matt what about the bottom line? What about the ROI? Like we're in this to like build houses and make money. Like what would you tell that builder that would, would rather uh, spend their resources somewhere else other than um, their team? Yeah. 
you know, to, to answer that question, it's still going to come from my foundation of faith. And I had a great friend say to me one time, he said, you know, Matt, the marketplace is not my provider, meaning that the marketplace is not going to provide your every need. Um, I get a little choked up, Drake, because that good friend recently had passed away. But just a great man of faith, great business. And it's so true. It's The marketplace is not our provider. That if God is going to take care of the birds of the air, um, you know, and the lilies of the valley, and, and provide each and every need, he will provide our needs as well. So I think to stay solely focused on those things, um, as the first and foremost priority that, that we're missing the mark. Um, however, I also believe in being a good steward in the things that you've been blessed with. And so I think that you have to steward well. I think you have to be attentive. I think we have to work diligently. I think that we were called to work. I think that work is a gift from God. I'm going to go back to the book of Genesis where, you know, God said that man is going to work. And so that's something that we're called to do. So I think absolutely we have to show up each and every day. We have to stay focused on those things. We have to be diligent, but you've got to, that there's an order to things and there's an order of importance. And unfortunately what happens is people tend to focus on the things of, you know, the marketing and the bottom dollars and the numbers and all those things first versus pressing in, seeing what God's calling you to do, taking care of what he's called us to take care of, which is other people and to love one another. And I think if we do those things, those other things will come into place, but I, I'm not going to say that you, that, that, that you don't pursue those, but you know, you've got to keep the order of importance where they need to be. Yeah. So good. Well, thank you, Matt. Listeners, um, I hope you really take to heart the idea of investing in your people. Um, and, and as we've uh, got our guest, Matt Mabe, on today, I'm now going to toss this up to our executive director, Matt Baer, up in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, uh, with a quick word. So listeners, we'll, we'll be right back. The International Builder Show is the largest gathering of building industry professionals in the world. What an opportunity that presents for us to come together and pray for each other while we're there. Well, this year, for the first time, we're going to do just that. Homes for Hope is hosting the inaugural IBS Prayer Breakfast on the morning of Wednesday, February 28th, from 7.30 to 8.30 a.m. at the Westgate Hotel and Casino in Ballroom D. We're going to comprehensively cover our industry in prayer by praying for builders, suppliers, the trades, consultants, and women in building, and we're super excited about it. Don't miss out on this amazing opportunity to glorify God, network with other like-minded professionals, and pray for the continued success of our industry. Register now as space is limited for this inspiring event. Free breakfast will be provided, and we all know how important finding food is at IBS. The link for more information on the event and to register will be in the show notes. And now, back to my friend and colleague, Trey Coultry. Well, listeners, this is Drake Coultry, and we are back at the Homes for Hope podcast with Matt Mabe from Arise Homes. Um, Matt, this is uh, my favorite part of the podcast. This is where we get to connect to the work of Homes for Hope, um, and we say, you know what? No no one uh, is a self-made man. Everyone is standing on the shoulders of giants, has had someone invest in them, um, and that's why our work exists, to invest in the dreams of men and women around the world through these micro loans that we give them so that they can then invest in their businesses and slowly but surely rise up out of poverty, all while proclaiming the gospel and, and sharing with men and women um, that may not be involved in a local church, that that may not um, know who Jesus is to them. And so in that, as as we connect to, to our work and, and the ultimate um, 
investment that was in us, I asked Matt, who is it either personally or professionally um, that invested in you to get to where you are today? Drake, that's a, there's going to be a long answer for that because uh, I'm a work in progress and, and still need lots of work. So I, I've been very blessed, though, over the years to have people pour in and invest into me. Um, you know, f- first and foremost, I, I would have to say that it would be, you know, my parents and also my wife. Um, I think it starts there on the home front for me personally. Um, and then I, I talk to some, you know, professional individuals who've come alongside as well. But um, parents who have prayed for me, who have come alongside me, who have championed me, you know, as a, as, as a young boy up through, you know, getting married to having children to, you know, just throughout life. And so very blessed there. And then also my wife of 27 years, Jennifer, um, you know, she has invested greatly. She's been on the roller coaster of real estate <laughs> and life with me. Um, like I said, we've been married for 27 years and uh, I've always been self-employed. And so she's made a, made a great investment. And so, you know, because of those two individuals, I think it helps me be the man that I am today. Um, on a professional level, I, I've had, there's been a handful of individuals that have come along over the years at different stages. And so I've seen it, some, some good and some bad. Um, and so some has been more self-motivated. They saw opportunity and that, you know, it was more self-serving investment, but I still learned from those. Um, some of it was given to me, uh, mentorship and investment into my life, um, with no strings attached. And so, uh, I could, I could give you a handful of examples on, on, you know, both, both good and bad, um, but there's definitely one that comes most recent, you know, to mind that there is one man in one company, you know, and many team members of that company that's invested so greatly into my life, both personally, and professionally, uh, that my life will never be the same. You know, that's my good friend, Rick Beatenbow, who I had mentioned in the first half of our um, podcast here, um, who had passed away at the, at the end of last year and uh, him and that company, um, really showed me what it looked like to have a kingdom based business. Um, God called me to be an entrepreneur. He didn't, you know, call me to, 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 to go be out on this called traditional mission field. Um, but he called me into business and, um, but he definitely put me on mission and it was to, to, to love and serve others. And I had never seen it done in such a way. Um, so self-serving and giving to others and following the Lord's leading and obedience as what I've seen it, you know, in Rick Beatenbow, his wife, Holly, and, you know, their entire company. Matt, how, uh, do you remember the first time you met Rick? How'd you meet Rick? I do. He actually was coming through Kansas city. He was kind of on a quick little tour um, in and around the uh, Kansas city, Midwest area, um, speaking to some different groups. And I belong to a Christian businessmen's connection group, CBMC group. And he came and spoke at that group. And when he talked Drake, he wasn't talking about himself, how big his business was, how much money they made, how to be a home builder developer, um, you know, patting himself on the back, as I've seen many business people do that have been very successful. Um, he talked about, you know, does our work matter to God and do you love your people? And I thought, well, that's a that's an interesting you know topic to talk about. Um, but man, the Lord penetrated my heart in that moment. And uh, I just knew there was something that was happening within me. Yeah. Um... Matt, I'm curious uh, when you, I, I, I can visibly see how Rick's just impact on, on you and, and kind of hearing you um, as you share, but 
I think I'm assuming you were alluding to him when you said there was a mentorship with no strings attached. Um, what did that mentorship look like with Rick on, on a practical level where you guys, the, the man lived in West Texas, you weren't grabbing coffee every morning. So um, what did that investment look like? And are there any uh, sayings or stories or moments that you remember in particular? Yeah, absolutely. So the first time that I'd met him was at that Christian Businessmen's Connection group. And we talked for all of about 10 or 15 minutes after he spoke to the group. And uh, I just said off the cuff, it'd be fun to come check out your operation down in Texas sometime, to which he replied, y'all are welcome. Come on down anytime. And uh, so I took him up on that invitation. And about two weeks later, Austin and I were on an airplane heading to West Texas to go visit, you know, Rick and his company, Beaten Bow Homes. And the conversation that I remember was we went to Chewy's restaurant and had dinner. We visited Small Talk, got to know each other better, all for about an hour. And then we went over to Starbucks to grab a cup of coffee. And uh, about 10 minutes in that conversation, he turned and he looked at me and he looked at Austin and he said, you know, fellas, I think that, you know, Kansas City needs a different type of home builder and a different type of company. You guys are all building houses and you're developing, um, but I think it needs something different. And because uh, Kansas City's a little bit different, we're all two stories, two story homes, basements, full basements, not a lot of brick, not a lot of stone. And that's how the homes are built down in Texas. And so he was somewhat alluding to the way homes are built, but he was alluding to the foundation of our company. Mm -hmm. um, Rick saw something in us. He saw, he saw something in us and said, you know what? God's asked me to give you everything that I have in my business, no strings attached, to come alongside you guys and show you not only how we build homes and how we do things and how we run a company that's debt-free and how we honor and glorify God every day in our work, but also to just come alongside you guys and help you and then show you um, you know, what it looks like to really love your people and to, to really invest into them. And so it, 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 that's exactly what he did. I kind of looked at him. I said, well, you want to come to, what do you mean you want to come to Kansas City? You want to build homes? He's like, no, you guys, you know, build the homes, but I want to come alongside if you guys are open to this, to this invitation um, to learn a different way of doing business. And that different way was kingdom business is what that was. Yeah. And so I'm curious, um, each each day, uh, each week, as you as you go into work and you remember how you've been invested in, how you and Austin have both been invested in um, by Rick and by others, um, it's easy to get caught up in meetings. It's easy to get caught up in buying land and lots and building homes and things like that. So, um, how do you keep those uh, lessons that that Rick taught you? Um, through that mentorship, how do you keep those front of mind each day so you don't that's, get caught up in all the other things? <laughs> that's that's a that's a great question. Um, you're absolutely right. There is the whirlwind of each and every day, not only you know professionally but also personally, with having a family of four and you know with trying to run an organization. Um, I have a coin that I keep in my pocket, and it has our company purpose statement on the back of that coin and I can, I can reach in my pocket. I can feel it at any time. I can feel it in my pocket bouncing around. And that purpose statement for Arise Homes is to share Christ in his kingdom through the work that he has given us to accomplish. So when I start to get off track a little bit and I start to make my own decisions and not seek the Lord and how he's leading me in those decisions, I can reach right in my pocket at any given time. I can pull out that coin and say, hold on a second, Matt. Are we keeping first things first with what we're doing today? So it's a great visual and physical reminder that I keep on me 
um, you know, throughout the day as I go that I can reach in at any time. And remember, is what I'm doing right now, am I sharing Christ's kingdom and his work or in his glory through the work that he's given us? And so um, that's that that's that, that's one way that I definitely keep that top of mind. Yeah. Well, Matt, I think I think that might be a great place to to put a pin in it for the podcast today. Um, thank you so much for just kind of unpacking your relationship with Rick with us a little bit and, and sharing a bit about his mentorship and what that looked like practically for you guys as a company, but as well as just um, spiritually as a man of faith um, and, and everything along those lines. Yeah, absolutely. It's a pleasure. I appreciate you having me on and I appreciate the work of Homes for Hope. And, you know, it's because of how you guys approach what you do in ministry, why we wanted to come alongside and and be part of and feel very thankful and grateful um, to have had the opportunity to help support and and work with you guys. I love that. Well, listeners, thanks again for joining us today uh, on the Homes for Hope podcast. I hope you found it as insightful as I did and even more so are encouraged to invest in those around you. Until next time.